Adam. I want to drop yeah. it on you yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome. I'm John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we hit under the hood with some headlines, ask each other questions on the hot lap, go into some stupid car history. We're cover 468 again to challenge Randy to see if he can guess that uh, that engine, that engine size. I have updates on the E36 and what you driving with a potential story at the end. Um, but let's kick off the headlines, Randy. The Lincoln Continental has officially ended. Really? Yes. I thought it was already done. <laughs> <laughs> That was exactly my question <laughs> for you. Borderline hot lap, but it's yeah. like di- I'm shrugging my shoulders. Like, right? Yeah. Does anybody a Does anybody care? And b Would you have even noticed? I mean, oh, because it's a town car, right? It's a Lincoln Continental town car. That's the one. I mean, uh, that might be. I think a tr- uh, town car is a trim. Okay. Of the Lincoln Continental, so, but th- but all Continentals are done. All Continentals are done. Huh. So what are we supposed to use as a limo? I don't know SUVs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what a, what the latest. I haven't seen a limo in forever, dude. Have you? Well, not a, not a stretch limo. I mean, you, I mean, right? Like, just even a, a, a ride regular, to, to, yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen a limo. I, I, you're right. Are they are they not in style anymore? They must not be. They're like. It's, I feel like every quinceanera when I was when I was that age, yeah, yeah, had a limo, right? And prom, like a stretch expedition or something, right? You know? Or prom, yeah, yeah, exactly. But you don't really see them anymore. Maybe well, we're just not on the streets. Kids aren't dressing up that much for prom either nowadays. Oh, really? It's casual. It's, uh, it's like dress Starbucks. Shirt. It's dress Back shirt. when I was at Starbucks, we had like a uniform we had to wear. Okay. And now everybody's just chilling in their like everyday clothes. Oh, Because everything yeah. is going that way. Yeah, polo. Sh- you had polo shirts or something, right? Yeah, that's what it used to be. Now yeah. you see people in t-shirts and whatnot. It's a lot more laid back. It's more hipster. Yeah, yeah. All the young people are taking over, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Yeah, so in the same vein, just tastes are are changing, times are changing. The Lincoln Continental is dead. Damn, what does Lincoln make then? The Navigator? Did you even know that was back? Yeah, I knew that was back. Okay, I haven't seen one on the road. Yeah, no. I haven't driven through the hood in a while, clearly. I guess all the Lincolns I see are like really old. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <Through the hood>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably it actually. You're right. <laughs> That's probably why we don't see them anymore. Cuz let's say 50 grand for that SUV, Lincoln uh, Navigator. Right. Best alternative over that for 50 grand. SUV. I mean, for fifty grand, forty or fifty grand, right? So that's, I mean, yeah, you're in like Land Rover, Range Rover, almost. You're territory. almost at range. Yeah, you're in Land Rover. You're at Lexus. Uh, I know you don't care about them, but RX four hundred series. Right, right. Tears. Yeah. yeah. So comfort. If comfort is what you seek, there's uh, so many other options. The Germans have one for each of them. Yeah, that's true. Right. Damn. Even the Macan is in that range. It's smaller, but the Macan is in that range. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So you might as well get a Macan for like a little bit more in like the mid 50s. Or just get like a Model X. Get one of those. Even that. Yeah. Damn. Well, goodbye, Lincoln Continental. I thought you were already gone. But but I guess uh, I guess it's goodbye for now. I guess so. But I found something nice to say about the G80M3, Randy. G80, the Beaver the Tooth. The new one. The Beaver Tooth, Buck M3. Tooth, M3. I found something nice to say. So a long-time issue with the with the generation previous to it was that and the only way to shut off rev matching 
was to also shut off uh, stability control and traction control. Okay. It was all paired. So say you weren't racing on a track and you really just, you know, maybe lived in Michigan and there's snow, right? Or it's a little slippery, but you still enjoy doing your own heel toe driving. You couldn't do that before, right? Because having a little stability control, traction control. goes a long way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It saved my ass. Especially with cars with a lot of power, you know? So, uh, So now on this new generation, BMW is actually letting you shut off um that feature without having to shut off stability control and traction control just which which i think is pretty cool just the rev matching just the rev matching which i mean honestly like i think rev matching is the new stick shift to automatic movement where people are like oh i want a heel toe i want a heel toe heel toe's the way to do it if you're a purist you'll heel toe do you heel toe in the bmw BMW? no i only heel toe well i heel toe occasionally on the street to practice Mm mm-hmm but almost exclusively on the track. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't really. But occasionally on the street, just to practice. I don't brake hard enough on the street. Right. To really. Yeah, because you want to actually go to a full stop on yeah, the street. Yeah, exactly. So right? I practice my motions. Okay. But actual heel toe is really just. Uh, just uh, the track. Just the track. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I don't mind the rev matching. Do you mind rev matching? The Type R, I thought that was it was it was a neat feature. I thought it was nifty. It's something else to not have to worry about, you know. Just like, one less thing. Yeah, it takes the fun away a little bit, but ish, yeah. I don't care enough about heel toe to for it to matter to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, in that sense, we're not purists. Probably, you know, like <laughs> yeah. like hardcore track guys. Are yes, probably like, yeah, oh, they're shitting on us. Posers, you yeah, know, like. But yeah, no, I'm 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 fine with technology making it easier for me to try to go faster. You exactly, know? like that's that's fine with me. Yeah, I don't. But at least sure. uh, they're introducing some new ideas because this was big. Like you can see it on all the forums. Everyone was complaining about it, and they actually listened to their customer base and now are making this change. Now they need to figure out the look of the car. But other than that, things are cool. Very cool. Next headline, Randy. Next headline for the Ford Bronco, you can reserve for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You don't know the specs of the car <laughs> or the final price, so it's kind of like a la Tesla, right? But the huge difference is is that Tesla doesn't have dealerships. You buy directly from them, right? In this case, how do you think that process should work? given you have to deal with a dealership who really they want to see all their money up right versus a hundred dollars like what is the does a hundred dollars really get you anything is the question no 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 i mean i think the hundred dollars just gets you pain because if they adopted the tesla model Mm -hmm. perfect right but what's going to happen is they're going to reserve a car with ford but it has to be fulfilled by a dealership Yes, exactly. Right. So now you're giving the dealership the information of demand. Yes. So if they have significant demand developing Uh, on this, they're going to mark them up and tell you, okay, here's your car. It's ready. It's 15K over markup over over MSRP. You know, that's a good economist's perspective on it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And it's it's I it feels shady to me because Ford is helping out the dealerships. Well, that's I mean, you know, you know. Th- they want to know too, right? 
But yeah, I, 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 that's how I expect that going. Wow, that's a genius perspective on it. I, I did not even take that angle at all. Yeah. And because they have the flexibility to to do dealer markups, yeah, they will. Exactly. Yeah. And Nothing stopping them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you caught me off guard with that one. I don't even know how to react, John. <laughs> That's good. Next headline, John. Next headline. What even is a Maserati, Randy? Like, what the hell is that car? It's a... Uh, Let me tell you what a Maserati is. It's like a Versace of a car. I would call you're it right. that. You're right. I would call it that. You're right. It is a Versace yeah. of a car. But they're actually making some pretty tasty moves. So they're moving away from using Ferrari engines. Okay. Which is probably, it sounds like a mistake considering their engineering of the rest of the car and the problems that, you know, come with that. Sure. Uh, but they're engineering their own car. A three liter twin turbo V6 codenamed Natuno. It's cool. Italian. I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably not even saying it right. Uh-huh. N-I-T-U-N-O? Uh, N-E-T-T-U-N-O. Okay. Yeah. Netuno. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. So it's a dry sump, 11.1 compression engine, right? Okay. It has a pre-chamber combustion system, which I will summarize because I had to read like 80 times to understand. Right? Great. Appreciate that. It uses that. two spark plugs. And there's a little chamber on top of the main chamber. Sure. So the little chamber lights first, and it generates enough of a force to go into the main chamber and, and ignite in there as well, in sync, creating more power and more efficiency. Okay. All right, which is crazy. That's and cool. this is the first, because uh, the, the two uh, spark plug technology, that's mm -hmm. F1 tech. This oh. is the first road car that is utilizing that. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. Now, That's it has cool. to work, but it's a 621 horsepower 3-liter V6. That's, wow. That's that's, that's 600 nice. 600 out of a 3-liter V6. Yeah, 538 foot-pounds or yeah, pound-feet of torque. Yeah, and that's that's going into their MC20 supercar that's supposed to launch uh in a few months. Is it M M car territory as far as cost or there's no cost. Well, yet. they call it a Maserati supercar. So I'm guessing that's oh, going to be pretty high. It's in, in the six figure. It's yeah. the low six figures. So, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, reading about what the technology is and the power output. But, you know, Maserati, like you said, the Versace, even Versace might be an overstatement. <laughs> because Maserati is one of those brands like where are they popular? You know, they're not on the level of a Ferrari. And no. you see them every once in a while. You do, and you're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As a car guy, you don't care. Like, who buys them? They're, they don't have the greatest reputation for reliable cars. Correct. Um, so I, I just it's a weird it's a weird segment of the market for me, the Maserati. Yeah. Would you say Fiat or Fiat or Alfa Romeo is, is equal to or greater than Maserati. So you so Maserati, I feel like they want they've trying to market themselves as a little more elevated than an Alfa Romeo. Yes. But I feel like the it's right on par. Right. With, you know, the like the Julia Performante or whatever. It's yeah, called. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Um, but you're right. I think that's kind of where it is. They're, they're trying to be ahead of it. Yeah, I agree. But there's nothing that excites me. 
Are they popular in Italy? Did you just see them a lot when you went to Italy? Um, I can't say that I did. I saw yeah. a lot of Fiats in Italy. Right. Yeah. A lot of those small hatchbacks in the cities. That makes more sense. Right. Because yeah. it's narrow Roman, you know, corridors that they yeah. drive through. So they need it to be small and skinny. Um, yeah, I didn't know. Maserati was not common. Ah, well, we'll see what this engine brings. I think it's pretty interesting. What if this is like the rebirth of Maserati? What like, was anything of note historically in your head? For Maserati? Yeah. I don't know. Nothing. That's what I mean. It's like nothing. Yeah. No, they don't have. I don't. I don't know when, enough about like, racing. You know, if somebody asked me, you know, does Maserati have the pedigree yeah. to build their own engine? No. <laughs> you know, like, I'm nah. But they've come up with some pretty cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Maybe they've learned from Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 what they're coming out with. I'm so I was surprised to see them in headlines because, like I said, I just never hear of them, see them, nothing. That's cool though. Yeah, yeah. They're coming up with tech. Like I said, hopefully it's a rebirth. Hopefully of whatever its great glory days were that we just aren't aware of. Yeah, but that wraps up your headlines for the week. Wraps up your headlines for the week. Excuse me. Let's move into the hot lap, and I'll start this one, Randy. Okay. You've been fired. Okay. Right. And you will be uh, driving for Uber Eats to keep the cash flow coming in. Yep. Because you need to do something. What car are you using out of the ones that you own? The Prelude. <laughs> <laughs> Why the Prelude, though? Uh, Just low-key put as many miles on it as i can keep it running yeah because that gets the least love nowadays that's really the stepchild of the family right and uh as, as a result i drive it twice a month okay <laughs> for like 20 miles so those are the only miles it would be getting is, is yes is the Uber Eats. so this would get it the miles that it should be getting yeah but covid and covid has kept me home now keeping strategy in mind strategy if you could have any car if somebody said i can get you any car you want it's just you got to choose it but it's to drive uber eats what would you pick without sacrificing anything else nothing else is being sacrificed um is uber eats the type of um thing where you can pick up multiple foods and then deliver it or do you have to go get it and then deliver it get it then deliver i haven't i haven't I haven't used Uber Eats, but I'm assuming you can. I right. I just I vaguely remember somebody who has done it telling me that they could do that as the driver. Yeah, and, as okay. a driver. Uh, yeah, so you can line up multiples. So that's what that's the main question, right? Right. Is, yeah. is Can you line up the multiples? I mean, if money was no object, or I should say, somebody was getting me the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't have an upper limit. Yeah. I might try something this like off the cuff, but low on my list, like the, like the Bronco or a Wrangler. Really? Yes. You deliver food in those cars? <laughs> why not? Yeah. I would. Why? That seems so inefficient compared to like a sports car. Yeah. You're delivering food, right? Like you don't need a lot of space. Yeah, but it's like now that I have a sports car, <laughs> a fucking SUV, Randy. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> I like how that like took a, a little bit more to sink in for you because I have all the other cars that I want. That's like the next like category on my list. So if somebody is <laughs> purely, so that's how you rank them by cat. You have a number one for each category 
and you'll go through each category before going back to sports car. Yes, actually, I would. Interesting. Yeah, because I want to try like I just want to be able to do different things. Right. With my cars. I guess I'm sort of the same way, even though I didn't think I was by getting the truck. Exactly. Right. You had a tiny car. You had the, yeah. You had a BMW. But the truck was a more the truck was a smart purchase. Totally. Right. Yeah. It was like if I were to go through my list, I have so many cars before i get an suv especially for delivery like. <laughs> <laughs> but is the truck the, the highest um next segment on your list um i mean it's not really a segment on my list i like it's it's just a functional car right it's the daily that just needs to be good it needs to run all the time have a warranty and tow my shit boxes yes you know um so that's why it's there. Otherwise, it's not really a car I want. You don't want it. You yeah, just no, have it no way. So if somebody tells me, hey, I'm going to get you a car to deliver for Uber Eats. It's yeah. going to do whatever you want, yeah. but that's all it's for. Yep. I'm not going to go with an SUV. I, I mean, I'm, I guess you could deli- – how many How many are you thinking of delivering at one time? That's like the 10? thing. That's my point. <laughs> it's got the capacity, and I can off-road in the bitch. <laughs> And I'm off-road curious now, too. Yeah, I'm off- track curious. Off- off-road curious. And off-road curious. Like yes. uh, Baja-style off-road? or just- I would try a little taste of that. Yeah. I would be down to try that. I mean, we were, su- we were supposed to do the trophy trucks in, in- Vegas. And yes. do that. Yeah. That's something that we need to do. We Indeed. Oh, indeed. Man. That's got to open back up. But I next hot lab, Randy. Oh, gosh. You always... <laughs> um, so the Lincoln Continental, Continental died. Right. Did you know that... You know the multiple segments of Lexus. There's the ES, the right. IS. Yeah, GS. The GS and the LS. Yeah. Did you know they got rid of the GS also? Really? Yes. So which car do you buy? Lincoln Continental or Lexus GS? Last generation. Ooh, last year. Last gen the one that just The one because the, they're dead. The one that the one that yeah. just got wiped out. Both yes, for both. Damn. That's the hot lap. So I don't say the, the, the GS with the 2JZ in it, but that's that's an older version. That's correct. Uh, they're V6s now. Are they they're V6 Turbo? I don't think so. Wow. I don't think so. Mm, damn. That's, that's actually a hard one. Yeah. Because I'm not a big fan of how the GS looks. Not okay. a big fan of that. Um, and I have been in a Lincoln Continental. Okay. And those things are comfortable. Yeah, they're pimping. Oh, yeah. man. You feel like swaggerific when you're inside <laughs> one, man. A little bit, yeah. yeah it's like, nice to get to the airport very, yeah, or wherever. Kind of chilling. Yeah. It's comfortable in there. Yeah. I might go Lincoln Town Car. Really? Yeah, Lincoln Continental Town Car, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. Even though the, the like the, I think the smart longevity move is probably the GS. Yes, but I'm in. I'm actually not interested in longevity anymore. Are you? Um, well, like yeah. lifetime. My dad not, acts- li- not lifetime. I've never been interested in lifetime. Okay, but I I want long term reliability. So in three years, I don't have to worry about it. Maybe I can get rid of it on the fourth or fifth. Right? I yes. don't know how long I'm gonna keep my cars. Mm-hmm. I have no plan on no plan on selling them, but I want them to be reliable. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lifetime cars. I don't know. I, I just. It, that has never worked out for me, and obviously not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes. I barely yeah. survived coming out of those cars. No, because my dad – I just asked because my dad is a Lexus buyer. Right. Because he acts like the car will survive a lifetime, and they haven't for him yet. 
<laughs> he moves on to a new one. Oh, okay. He had an ES300 that he bought from new. But they haven't broken down on him. He just gets rid of him. Um, the ES300, which he bought from new, 99. Yeah. He sold like three or five years ago, some, somewhere there. Okay. It had rod knock on it already. It was knocking. Oh, the engine okay. was knocking. Yeah. So the Lexus. He sold it with rod knock? He threw some seafoam in it. And it ran, so he sold it for a grand. Wow. And it ran for another year or so. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah, and he's good about oil sh- oil changes for sure. Yeah. My dad is totally good about oil changes. Damn. So I don't know if it's the weather or what, but I just didn't. It made me realize I'm not sure I'm a believer of it being like a million mile car. Well, I mean, the Matt Farah, he owns he owns one. He owns one that's in a million miles, right? Yeah, yeah. I just some can make it. Maybe all comp- car companies yeah. might have a candidate that could make it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Like, I, I mean, it would be a lifelong test, but to yeah. take a car, any car, and take it up to a million miles, just monitoring everything perfectly. And maintaining the car, perfectly. everything perfectly, and see how long it gets there. Like, can can any car reach a million miles if it stays in a single hand, and all maintenance is done properly, properly, and probably a little to the extreme, like paranoid side. Sure, right? sure. Um, that would be fun. In that case, like, who actually wins a reliability test, right? Yeah, because right now it's more of a who can withstand the most abuse. Right? Yes, that's exactly. Is, right? That's right. Exactly. It's yeah. not a. We don't really know what the real distance of these yeah. engines are. Yeah. Um. You know, even though there are some that are in you know four hundred, five hundred thousand. You know, like the S two thousand two. I've seen them at like three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I've seen Hondas at three hundred. I've seen E thirty sixes at three hundred thousand also. Um. But you know, obviously. You don't know all the details. You don't know if somebody rebuilt it. You, that's you know, true. You don't that's know true. what's been put into it. Uh, so, but you know, that's that's crazy. That would be a fun, fun test. Yeah, but it would take too long. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, next hot lap. So, women seem to be your default theme for cars, which is most most of the car world, at least the car male yes. world. Yes. Yeah. Um, tends to. F- you know, float to, you know, female names, referring to cars as she's. Yes. I'm more of a machines guy. I yes. name mine after like Apollo missions, because mm-hmm. I like space and space right. travel, which is real. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you had to pick another theme to run with, right? If if you had a choice of, you know, kind of naming your cars and your whole co- car history revolves around a single theme, what would be this theme? Maybe something along the lines of what you had said. Well, you use space mission type stuff. Maybe yeah. sci-fi movie ships or robots from sci-fi movies. Okay. Maybe something along those lines, but that's like super nerdy. Yeah. Borderline embarrassing. <laughs> a little bit more than well, calling I don't it a girl. Know. I mean, I I I don't know. I guess I some mean, some sci-fi is not so nerdy anymore, right? It's yeah, just pervasive. Yeah. I mean, nerdiness isn't negative now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So really, that's the only thing. But so, what would you name the S two K then? In that case, well, it's not named. I don't call it, refer to it as a her or anything. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Um, I don't have a name for it yet. It's not my second red car, 
not my first. Right. I like ha- I want to have a color like every car color. That's why I want a yellow. Okay. So that might have been different as far as naming. So color definitely will influence it. I just I don't- thought you would have gone like Gundam Fighters or something. Uh, no. I've seen some like Gundam Gundamed out like liveries. They look kind of cool. Look, yeah, they look pretty dope, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Some cool stuff. I'm into it. Yeah. I don't know that I could do it. I wouldn't do it exactly. Yeah, unless it was like a full time race car or like a full time show car. Yeah, yeah. Right? But uh, yeah, but I, I mean they're cool. I just yeah, you're right. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm not driving down this. I couldn't do it. I'm not driving to the supermarket. All right, next hot lap. So I had mentioned that uh, the Broncos uh, reservable now. Right. So hot lap similar to Lexus versus the Lincoln. Yeah, I'm saying Ford Bronco or the Wrangler. Ford Wrang- Wrangler. Everything all the same. <sighs> Trim and power and all spec. If they would have actually released it on OJ's birthday, I probably would have said Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, I'm still. I don't. I think. Uh, the smart decision is a Wrangler. Yes. You know, it's reliable. You know, it has what a it history. Comes with. It has a history, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. The Bronco does it. You don't know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. It's an all new it's gen. The new first, se- yeah, it's yeah. the first gen of the rebirth. Mm-hmm. But I I just, I, I think I might go Bronco just because it's the new thing, the new shiny thing. Yeah, you know? that actually, that's actually not a bad Instagram purchase, yeah. huh? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Bronco. It doesn't look too bad, you know? It's, I like it. Yeah, it, it, it looks nice. Um, so I think I might go Bronco than the Wrangler. I think, uh, especially since now, every time I hear Wrangler, I always think about the Gladiator, and I, I and I hate that car, well, the truck. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, I, I they I, want somebody wanted the entire kitchen sink, <laughs> everything, <laughs> yeah. and the kitchen sink. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're they right. They really did with yeah, that product. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If it sells. More power to them. Yeah, that's true. I feel you though, because it's. I don't think the towing capacity is as good as the Rams and the Silverado. Right, right. Yeah, it's like it's um, deficient in a lot of areas. You know that a truck should be proficient. In. Is your Colorado more um have more towing capacity than uh, that that Gladiator? I'm gonna say yes, but I'm gonna look it up to make sure I'm not lying. And while you do that, I would say that. The towing capacity would be an, one of the main reasons that I would get a truck. Significantly more. That's what so I thought. I have 7,000 pounds of towing capacity. Yeah. 4,000 to 4,500 is the range that the See, Gladiator dude, house. That's almost my Odyssey's. <laughs> Look up my Odyssey's towing capacity. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know vans were good at Well, I guess no, it's not sense. good at it. It, it can do a little bit. See. Uh, 25 35 30 see? 3500 see? pounds yeah yeah see I, I you know what i think i knew that because i looked at at the gladiator recently just the, like a blip in my mind like yeah i wonder if those are good trucks and they're not no no they're no they're they're kind of catering to i guess the new outdoorsy right the person, glamping ass yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> Right, I'm a glamping ass motherfucker. <laughs> Me too. I hate camping. Me dude. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, just... I wouldn't own a gladiator. Yeah, you're, that's that I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I don't understand the gladiator. Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, uh, I mean, it's it's the first car in a long time that I laughed at. Oh, really? You know, the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was real. Like, it's one of those like mm. April Fools manufacturer posts. So, what's funnier, the gladiator or the Cybertruck? Oh man, <laughs> I I would I would say Cybertruck only because of the uh, the window issue. Mm. 
Uh, that was so funny to see. Yes. But yes, in terms indeed. of just looks, uh, I think the 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 Tesla truck is so out there mm-hmm. that it's it's like it's hard to take seriously. Yeah. Right. But the Gladiator, yeah. it looks like someone that tried really really hard and didn't and just didn't achieve what they were trying to accomplish. <laughs> They sell though. Jeep yeah. does well for for. I mean, I guess Chrysler. I gotta look up the numbers. Jeep does well. I don't know about the Gladiator though. It, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean the normal Wrangler is. Yeah, those four door Wranglers. An, are, it's an uh, iconic car. Yeah, and giving that fourth door, the four doors, just makes it even better. Yeah, but let's move into our next segment. Stupid, stupid car history. Okay. History. <laughs> history. <laughs> history. So John. Yeah. Happens to live in the city of Corona. I do. And if you go to Google Maps right now and look up the city of Corona, there's a uh, what's called the Grand Boulevard. Uh-huh. There's the east and a west. It's shaped in a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. So that was that street was planned in 1886. Okay. And where this is going is how it ties to racing. So I guess at the time they wanted some worldwide attention. Okay. The city, and so they decided to host a race around that entire circle. Guess how long it lasted, John? That, that race. race? No, how how consecutively they were able to do that? Does it live to this day? Is the question? No, Almost. ten years. Three years. Really? It only lasts from nineteen twelve to nineteen sixteen fifteen. Yeah, that would I be three. Was, sorry, nineteen thirteen to nineteen sixteen. What? Why? Deaths. The owners uh, of the homes around there were complaining about the smells ah, and the noise. It's it wasn't with them neighbors. Wasn't well sanctioned. Wow. So it's cool. I I, I mentioned this because it's like um, Long Beach Grand Prix is another one that kind right. of does a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is at the local like neighborhood level almost. Yeah. Just to get worldwide. It's kind of like the rally races you see in Europe. Where right. You know, like driving through neighborhoods in old italian cities yeah and stuff. it'd be cool like if if that was still happening you know like yes annually, there was yes. still a race around grand in in california period right yeah aside from the uh indie indie car oh, that sucks man people always gotta ruin the good things yes ah oh, that's so whack isn't indie car around uh fall it is right uh i don't know actually oh, okay. i'm not i'm uh, not up with the, the indie long cars. beach grumpy Grand Prix. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. That's fall. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, next segment, John. Yeah, so let's move into 468. Randy, are you ready for this one? I am. Uh, so what this is is I'm going to play a sound for Randy, and it's either going to be a four-cylinder, a six-cylinder, or a eight-cylinder vehicle. Now, we're not going to have Randy guess what the car is. If he wants to, he can. I'm a one-for-one, one, and I guessed on the car. No, you're a one-for-two. One for and two. one. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah one-for-two. Yeah, one and one. One win, yeah. one loss. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is your chance to get into – well, you're still winning record at 500. But to get above 500, you would have to get this right. Yes. Um, I don't know if I want to give you bonus points if you guess the car. I, I think it how, deserves it. Didn't I, I guess the the first car? No, I didn't. No, you did not guess the first okay. car. I think it does deserve bonus points. I just don't know how I would track it. Yeah, just in our um, notes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. So now we're listening to the car. Sounds like a video game. It's not. This is real life. It's from the inside of the car? This is from the inside of the car. 
There might be a little talking, but most of it is just raw sounds. A beep? That was, that's, a prob that's probably just audio from the video. A bell. It's it has undertones of a four cylinder. Okay. But it sounds like it's beefier. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take out four cylinder. Okay. It's revving really high. Yeah. He's going fast as fuck, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess this guy's bombing. It's like he's like in a country somewhere. Like out in the country. Oh, that was nice. it. I can play it again if you want. Um, go ahead and keep playing it. I might need to cheat. Yeah, it doesn't have a muscle growl. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go eight. Okay. But I don't know Germans, and that threw me off last time. Yes. Yes. I don't yes. know German sounds that well. Yeah. Um. So I will stick with an. I'll say inline six. Inline six cylinder. I will say inline six cylinder. Do you want to guess the car? The car too. I don't think I could. I mean, I would throw. I know that's a lot harder. Yeah, I, I mean, can you give me a country at least, or no? Because uh, it's like, dude. It's, yeah. Um, I mean, yes, it'll lower my extra credit. Then that's fine. I can deal with that. But it's Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw two JZ out there just okay. for, this, for shits and giggles. It's an S2000. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I must not own one. <laughs> Oh man! Well, that, I did call the rev high revving. You did. You. I, I thought. Totally I thought did. when you mentioned that 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 it was gonna click. Well, I was leaning Honda, but yeah. it's like, ah, oh, is he tricking me? Because <laughs> I said uh, four cylinder undertones. Right. But it was just a little bit more punch, so it must have had an exhaust. Yeah. And he was driving the shit out of it. Yeah. Was that a track thing or was that? No, nah, he was just out on the country Dang, roads. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's but crazy. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> You got me. Yeah. You got me. I was like, which way will this go? Like, is, he's going to get it all quick. But when you started thinking about it, I was like, oh, he's getting in his head. Yes, I totally <laughs> did. I totally. Damn. <laughs> I was close. And then I went away from it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it, like, it, it felt like you were going to get it. Like, the things you were saying, like, with high revving. Yeah. Not a muscly like, tone. Well, part of me was uh, overthinking was like, ah, oh, would John really give me a Honda right now? <laughs> Would he really do that? Yeah. Well, he did. Yep. Because yep. that did enter my mind. Not not any of the other um Japanese brands. Mm -hmm. Honda right away. <laughs> Damn. Let's get into our next segment, which is obviously my favorite segment: the E36 updates of the week. Yes. I was late today. You were. I was late today, and this is specifically because I need to work on this car, and uh. I am actually moving on from working on the top of the engine and ready to drop the subframe, the front subframe. But in order to do that, I need a engine support bar. Okay. And I don't know if Harbor Freight just doesn't like stocking them 
or if everybody and their moms are putting their engines on engine support parts right now. Okay. But I went to four different Harbor Freights. Damn. All that I called and told me that they had them. <laughs> of and course. then when I get there, they don't have them. It was the most frustrating experience, dude. So then right now, I went in the opposite direction to Riverside. Okay. Because they said they had one. And I was like, could you confirm that it's there? Yes. And they're like, yeah, it, it's here. So I went to go pick it up. And that's why I kind of I, I un- underestimated how long um, it would take to get how here long from it there. Would take, yeah. So uh, but now I have it. And th- this means it's for the last two, three days. I haven't really done anything on the car. Does it mount to the shock towers? No, just the you- uh, basically the frame on the side. It's not the shock towers. Oh, really? It, it goes like the little groove in between where the fender finishes. Oh, just under yeah, the just, hood. Yeah. Yeah. Just under the hood. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then okay. that'll hold the engine up. But I mean, the whole the all the adapters are on for gauges. So my oil pressure gauge, my oil temp gauge and my water uh, temp gauge. Uh, the adapters are there. I've already got the um, the gauges also. Why are the why are you dropping the subframe? Oh, to reinforce it, and then also I have to swap the oil pan and rebuild the oil pump. And the subframe is the welding thing that the yeah, that stage. Yeah, so of the, the front project. subframe is easy because I can take it off. Yes, and then take it with me to weld it. But mm-hmm. I have to weld the rear uh, also. That is actually on the body. Mm-hmm. So then I'm gonna have to drop the rear subframe and have somebody come and weld it in. So that one's going to be a little harder, but that'll really be like towards the end. At that point, it's pretty much like that would almost be like that could be a stage two even is what you're saying. No, no, no. It has to happen before it goes to the track, before it goes to the track. Right. But it's streetable. It's streetable. Absolutely. It'll it'll be streetable at, at that point. But yeah, once the front end, the front subframe is done and I've dropped it mm-hmm. at that point, I'm going to go drive it around for a little while. OK. Uh, and then start working to get on the rear because mm. it could be that I end up blowing it up. Yeah, you know, you want that. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, no, but I need to, <laughs> I need to run the car. Like, I feel like yeah. I've done a lot already up to this point. I was going to say when we were talking about the truck, like, when are you going to drive this thing to my house, man? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's been so long. You haven't seen it here. It hasn't come here yet. Have you seen it at all? Oh, yeah. Move. I did. I, no. No, you never seen it move. I did take off the cover. Yes. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't driven it. I mean, it's. I did drive it a lot before I started working on it just because I wanted to remember how it felt because okay. it's pretty bad right now. And the suspension is shit. Uh, okay. So I can see the difference between what I'm doing to it. And Ooh, that's right? a good call. Yeah. Um, and then, and then somebody, uh, my neighbor actually asked mm-hmm. me like, you know, why are you doing all this to it? Yeah. Cause I was telling about everything I was doing with rebuilding stuff and then the sure. gauges and reinforcing subframe and, Every time I get asked that question, which has been a couple times now, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I guess I sh- don't really need to, <laughs> right? I could cut corners. You could. And just put a suspension on there and go run. You could. Right? It could be that I've invest all this time and all this money. I take it to my first track day and the engine blows. It could. But, I mean, the idea is to keep it for long term, right? Once the engine blows, another one's going to go in. Mm-hmm. And... I think half the fun, even though sometimes it's just not fun at all, it's building it. Right. So that's kind of what I came to, right, as a realization. Like, I I want the joy of building your own car, even though that joy, it's delayed. That It's not 
you don't experience it when you're actually working on the car. It's like running a marathon, I yeah, imagine, because exactly. I've never run a marathon. Well, definitely not like running a marathon. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, at the end the pain of the, is, the, is yeah. Is yeah, the reward the reward makes, up for makes the pain. exactly. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean the oil filter housing has been replaced, uh the gasket, um all the all the adapters for the gauges are up. I'm really not looking forward to doing any of the electrical stuff because I just hate doing that. It's not that hard. I just running hate, wires through the I firewall. Just hate running, yeah, the E36 does not make that easy. Routing it. Yeah. Right. Through the dash somehow. Yeah. Yeah. In a clean spot. Is Keeping it going to go on top? Neat. That's yes. the frustrating part with wires. It takes so much time yeah. and you're sweating bullets inside oh, the car. Yeah, man. Because it's fucking hot and you're in, trapped inside. Yeah. it's it's. Luckily, I bought a little fan, a cobalt fan that's also powered by the same batteries that mm-hmm. my tools. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just put it like next to me as I'm working Shit. on the car. And that makes it so much better. Where do you plan to mount the, the extra gauges? In the, the gauge area, onto the no, side? I'm, pu- I'm pulling out the center, the center vent with okay. the radio, and uh-huh. that's where the gauges are going to go. Because mm. they have uh, peak warning lights, yes. so I just want to make sure it's visible. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like, I want to be able to see – because the idiot light, right, that they refer to, right, that once it go, the in- oil pressure light goes off, it's too late. Yes. Everyone burns their engines when they get to that point. Yeah. So I want to have the visibility to cut it off before that. Mm, so that's okay. why I'm doing all this. I mean, it's it's a, I, I was a little bit of overkill, but it's also a little bit of just experimenting and building my own shit. Okay. Which is what is kind of the exciting part. I am getting sick of recording everything. Are you? Oh my god, it's such a pain in the ass, man. Like I have so much for, more respect for like YouTube DIY guys because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like uh, it, it extends the time. Not it's not double. It's like triple really plus editing editing know? is the worst you know it's like it's just it takes so much time setting up cameras setting up shots moving things making sure your cameras are charged all that stuff and i'm just like ah. but now i get to go for the fourth of july weekend since i'm a responsible american i'm staying indoors mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be putting on the engine support bar and pulling subframe uh so by the end of this weekend the whole front end should be off Hot damn. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll, I'll replace the oil pan, rebuild the oil pump. Hopefully, those are the things I'll get done this weekend. And then I can start planning for uh, for rebuild, uh, welding the front subframe. Which you're still going to have outsourced at your yeah, house. Yeah, well, actually, uh, uh, I'm going to get help from Tony, mm-hmm. you know, from Unaccepted. So he's he's well, he's already got a bottle. You already, we're going to oh, split yeah, that's right. a bottle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's going to help me maybe even teach me to weld uh, a few things to get that done. And and I already have all the parts and this is the problem now, right? I already have all the parts for the front except for the coilovers. You remember we discussed that waiting the for the good deal be in November. Yeah. I'm moving a lot faster than I thought. I, I really over overestimated how much time, it would how take? much time it was going to take me to do all these things, right? How mm. much effort it was going to take. I imagine the, everything was going to go wrong. Um, and so far it's been okay. I, I've experienced things that have delayed me, but I've been able to get around them. So now I'm getting to a point where, okay, I'm, I'm going to get impatient soon. You know, if the whole car is built, <laughs> like I'm not going to be able to go, the suspension is, sh- is shot. It's not like I yeah. can milk it for a few more miles. Right. It's, it's done. done. Yeah. Then so, get what's in your budget. The best of what you can get in I your budget. I think that's what's going to end you up know, happening. Like BCs, call yeah. it a day. 
Yeah. That's I what mean, I would do, actually. There's a couple affordable brands. You know, Fortune Auto actually has a they're pretty a little, decent... They're a little expensive for what they are, for the reputation they have, at least in the E36 circles. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's this company called ISE. Okay. They do, like, track spec valving and mm. springs. Oh, and really? It's like 980 for a set. So you're leaning more towards track setup versus street. Oh, for sure. This is not a street car. Okay. It's a track car. Okay. For sure. Eventually, it'll probably exclusively be towed. For now, at the f- kind of the first phase of it, mm-hmm. it's going to be street track car, like built, right? There's going to be some com- comfort built into it, mm-hmm. so it's not rattling all over the place, but leaning more on the track side, very stiff suspension. How soon before you're, rolling, uh, you're um, bringing extra wheels with you? For track wheels. Um, or is that right away? Extra wheels, like for what? For track, going to the track, you have the track wheels in the trunk and in the back seats. How soon before you get to that point? I don't know. I think that would be only if I was like drifting, you know? Really? Yeah, because I'm not. Uh, you're not wheel to wheel. You're not. I'm, I haven't. I'm nowhere near exceeding the the skill required to move into swapping you know, wheels and stuff or, or tires that aren't allowed that aren't street legal. Right? Oh, like Hoosiers okay. or something like that, right? Okay, I see. So unless I have a need to switch those tires, I mean it's gonna it's gonna have you know two hundred square wear tires on whatever wheels I have, but I'll have one set of wheels on those car on that car. Okay, so you're gonna roll in the street in the track wheel. Yeah, I think if I, you know, w- once you know things get a little advanced, if I end up taking it that far and I'm actually racing, then yeah, of course I probably have an extra set of wheels. Okay. Uh, but until then, I mean, it, no, I, no. I mean, okay. the stocks that it have, I'm going to sell them as soon as I, I'm able to take them off. Yep. Because I need to make some money back, man. Maybe me I, too, man. I, I paid my credit card bill today. Oh, man, yeah. dude. I immediately went to go eat Top Ramen. <laughs> <laughs> you went into the COVID. Yeah, uh, yes. yeah, went into COVID. The COVID closet. stash. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, damn, man. You, you just stop spending this much money, man. But. I mean that's what it is. I'm still not over budget, so that's good. That's good. I just that is good. I just ended up hitting a lot of things really, really quickly. Yeah. Because I didn't want what I didn't want is what has happened with the engine support bar, and then I've lost three days of work waiting for something to come in. Well, that's inevitable. It is, but I, I was trying my best to avoid it. I mean, what's nice is we have, um, you know, we have the internet. Right. Back right. in the day before that, no, even like 2000. Even though I did the engine support bar kind of old school because Harbor Freight doesn't have anything listed in terms of quantities on their website. Okay. And their shipping is atrocious. It's oh, like for 10 real? days. Oh, I ordered a geez. flashlight once and it took forever. <laughs> so you I was like, ordered no. it from their website? Yeah, because they have, uh, well, they had them on sale. It's the, like the $40 Brom LED bars mm-hmm. that fold. Yes. And. And they're really useful. I've I had one before. Are they good? And they're good, yeah. And they had them on sale for twenty five. Uh, so I was like, oh hell yeah, I get two for one almost. Yes. So I went to again. I went to two Harbor Freights, and they were wiped out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, people wanted them, so I ended up ordering them online. And, and it, it took ten days. It took ten days, dude. <laughs> we're so spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm used to the Amazon Prime stuff. Yeah, man. that shit is how long it used to take back yeah. in the day. Oh yeah. When you order stuff by mail. But, yeah, I'm almost there. Top end done. The intake manifold isn't on because it's easier to access some things with it off. So I'm going to leave it off until I'm done with those things. Uh-huh. Um, but I think uh, I think for now, that's where I'm at. I, I'm, I'm trying to crank out the content and keep that, uh, keep that going. 
but no commitments, man. Cause I'm it's, so tired of like, like, I don't know if like you noticed, but I moved uh, like through video and then now I'm kind of moving into pictures. Stills. Yeah. Cause it's just a That's lot. Fine. Time yeah, lapse it. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. It, it's just setting up the camera, just a pain in the ass, but I'm also not a, I don't also don't have like software for it. That makes it so. Brutal. Yeah, like I'm doing it on my phone, and my phone's been janky lately. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep recording just in case. Maybe somebody yeah. wants to make a movie about me in the future. <laughs> <laughs> right on. But let's move into the next segment. What you driving, what Randy? What you driving, John? And in this segment, we listen to a song and uh, decide what will we, what would we drive if we were listening to this song? If we were to bump this song. What car do you imagine yourself as? And you've sent it to me. I have no idea what this is. Correct. Um, I've just clicked the link. Okay. I'm and the video will tell you what it is. I, the, uh, the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I don't have um, I don't have the uh, paid YouTube, so I'm trying to. Oh shit! There you go. But is. Uh, <laughs> so it's late 1980s. Okay. Late 1980s. You remember what cars yeah. were around at that time? Uh, or just think 1980s. about it. Try to picture Try to picture it. I know it's hard because you were a lot like, younger. Yeah, I mean, I didn't um, know what cars were. Uh, it's, a, it's the 80s. You uh. dressed the part, let's say. <laughs> um, which, you again, you never really got to because you were probably a baby at the time. Yeah. Uh, but your options. The, the Dodgers won the, the, World, se- the Series. World Series. Yes, with the infamous like uh, elbow. Yeah, yeah, thing. Kirk Gibson elbow. Yes. Uh, smooth operator, huh? Yes. Oh man. Maybe you're in Miami, Scarface. It does feel like I'm in Miami. Yeah. To this yes. song. Yeah. Ah, smooth operator. <laughs> you got some hot oh. '80s chick with you. I mean, it just it feels like a Ferrari song. Does it? It does feel like a Ferrari song. Okay. What um, color is that Ferrari? It's red. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know which model uh, in mind? Which model Ferrari? I mean, like you said, Miami, that kind of, I mean, automatically goes to the Testarossa. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Rosso Red is, yeah. I think, what is the, the yeah, red color for I it. think that's, uh, that's what you're driving. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like. It's um, I feel like the higher upscale car you drive to, the more you can get away with. Really? You know, like, like that's probably true, right? Like, like if if I if I see somebody in a Ferrari listening to this song, just by the fact that that's the car we pick, convertible, right? Ferrari. We wouldn't exactly. We wouldn't. We wouldn't laugh. Right, we probably wouldn't laugh. But if like, somebody oh, sh- was in like an EK, like <laughs> <laughs> yes, bump yeah. shot A, yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, that's yeah. pretty funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, also it's because you picture the Ferrari driver being older. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, right? you're not ex- expecting a teenager in the Ferrari. Yeah, that's true too. So they would, this would be the music they and you're grew not, up with. And you're not expecting somebody your dad's age in a Civic. Oh, for sure. A tuner Civic. Yeah, yeah, there's some that. questions for that guy. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is what we'll look like. Yeah, oh, for sure. Driving yeah, our tuner the, cars right. one day. <laughs> We're all right now. <laughs> yeah, yes. Probably. Indeed. indeed. But yeah, that's that's where this song takes me. The Red That's Testarossa. funny. That was your pick too. Uh, I was I was letting you paint the picture. Yeah. I like the picture you painted. Yeah, I think that's that's. <laughs> I, I was really open minded. I was I was anywhere. definitely like 
this kind of blew my mind that that this was your pick. I thought it was gonna be like some well, hip hop song. It ties to one of the other topics we had where we were like, oh, what's your embarrassing song? You can fade it out. Yeah. Um, the embarrassing music might for me might actually be Sade. Really? More than jazz. I wouldn't be embarrassed about jazz. I think yeah, it just confused people. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I mean, the guilty pleasures, I guess, of Sade. And I am. A I little... don't know any other music by Sade though. Besides that song? Besides this song. Yeah, that's probably obviously her biggest hit. Yeah, I mean, Smooth Operator is dope. I don't care who you are. That's okay. Not, song, okay, song so it's dope. not yeah. embarrassing to like that? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it is. It, it, I, don't, sure. I don't think it is. I think it's a cool song. Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, it's definitely like ubiquitous with like Macy's beauty yes. in the 1990s, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? Waiting for your mom to be yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> Standing by the dresses yeah, or the mannequin, yeah. looking for like, a place Mom, to sit. Let's go home. Pre, I mean, you didn't even care. <laughs> I a wanted game orange where... Julius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, I oh, never man. got the orange Julius. Uh, did you? Did I. No, no, no way, oh, yeah. no way. We never got food at the mall or anything at the mall. Yeah, you just had to suffer through. Whatever yeah, she put you just you hung out by the clothes and. Hope that your mom decided to end it. I did a lot of window shopping at a young age. <laughs> window shopping how? At the mall because my parents would never buy me shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they let me go into the store, but I could only <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah. We never bought shit there. Every time we went to the mall, yeah. I was at GameStop. I think it was EB Games at the time. Okay. And yeah, that's all I was doing. Like I felt, I, I actually as a little kid felt pain like, like someone was hitting me with an arrow Every time that the person, the the worker there would come up to me and say, hey, can I help you with anything? Oh, and I'm for just a, like, no, yeah. I'm just looking. I'm never going to buy any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're just there to play video games. Yeah. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Play the demo You're the over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. Wow. Man. You're lucky you had um, EB Games. Right. Before that, it was Funko Land. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know Funko Land. Funko Land was at the end of the NES era. Yeah. Um. They had uh, they had the ability. That was the first store you could play a bunch of consoles. Oh, okay. At least in Michigan, right? Yeah, it was a it was the first real like video game Funko store Land. for consoles. Is that where the Funko Pops came from? Uh, no, because it's F U N C O. Oh, you okay. go into the oh, store, company. okay? Yeah, and you get a like a a printed newsprint of the prices of the late, all the NES games, right? Whether they had it in stock for, or not, you didn't know. Yeah. But they they could get it for you. So uh, imagine every NES game on a piece of newsprint. That's a lot of fucking games. Yeah. Plus Genesis and SNES. Right. Which were big. Th that was huge. Yeah. So it, it became like um, just something to go grab the thing, g grab that sheet, read it. No, I could never afford the games I wanted. <laughs> Play Nintendo, but there's always a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the worst part. Oh, of the kid a lot that of it. was always. Did you have a little kid that hogged it? Hell yeah. Oh, dude. Because they really yeah. didn't have it, dude. It got heated in there sometimes. Really? Oh <laughs> yeah, man. It got heated. Cause you know the kid that always hogged it, at least in my experience, I don't know about yours, mm. was the kid that had one. Oh really? And they just wanted to show off. Oh Cause they play okay. the game, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a common. That is a. Persona. Oh yeah, for sure that, that guy. Is, yeah, uh, they're, they're probably cops guy. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Oh man. But, but yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. That is one persona. I was gonna say I would play games that I knew. Yeah. But I wouldn't hog. I never hogged the system because I knew 
some people didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, you had to play. I mean, you knew you knew the struggle. Yes, exactly, kid, exactly. Yeah. I knew the struggle. Yeah, so you had to share. Yeah, that, it's weird when you can afford to buy your own video games. Yeah, yeah. That's once it gets to that point, and now, you're just like when you can afford anything from you know coming from the and you know not that we were dirt poor. You right, know, we, we had ate. everything we needed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we well but fed. when you're eight, when you are able to enjoy yeah, expendable income. Yes. When it was something so foreign for such a long part of your life, yeah, to the point where your own money, you're like, I can I I can buy yeah, that? Yeah, really, I can. Do yeah, this? yeah, no like, stopping me. Yeah, like uh, where's the parent telling you <laughs> yeah, don't? No, yeah. you can't have that. Yeah, there's a little voice in your head. Yes, that, yeah, indeed. Oh man, but I've got something to get off my back or what? my chest, uh-huh. whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Um, and we'll end the episode with this. This is sort of a PSA. Um. I've encountered a lot of people recently, and I don't know if it's because a lot of people that weren't driving for a really long time are starting to get on the road. I've gotten a lot of people lately that cut me off, not like dramatic cut me off, okay, but merge into my lane close enough to where I have to slow down. Yikes. Right? So, obviously, to be safe, I'm slowing down gradually because I don't want to put a sudden stop on the person behind me right. and have them run into me. Do you honk? No, I do not honk. Okay. I actually got out of the habit of honking. You I'm did? Of completely evasive driving at this point. Okay. I will make my statement by revving really hard. Okay. Well, yeah. you can because yeah. you're loud enough. Yeah. That's a yeah. honk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah. That's a honk. A cool honk. But what ends up happening is because I'm trying to slow down gradually – I am riding on the bumper a little bit, but I'm controlled because I want to give the person behind me enough space mm-hmm. to slow down also because you are generating traffic at this point. Yes. Three cars this week brake checked me after doing that. Really? Yes. And I'm like, I'm not tailgating you. I am solving a problem <laughs> that you created. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, you know what? Whatever you have to get to, wherever you need to get, you need to get to, that's fine. Uh-huh. Cool. Get into my lane. You had enough space. Nobody got hurt. Yep. Let me be strategic about how I stop. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're gonna drive like that, yes. Don't be an asshole and start trying <laughs> to, you know, yeah. call someone out for tailgating you a little bit. Right. You know, be smarter than that. Yeah, just for safety, for everybody's safety. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't want to get ran into. Yes. You're making me stop really suddenly. Yeah, my wife is surprised that I have no, I don't have a lot of road rage. It does flip sometimes, but for the most part, she's surprised. Yeah. And it's because it's like, dude, I just care about everybody being safe. Yeah, I don't you you can fuck up and I'll cut me off all you want. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm just caring about me being safe, right? But you know, I, in that mm-hmm. the kind of the collateral yeah the same is, yeah the same overall protecting thought. everybody else. Yes, exactly. But but yeah, it's like like I guess the people that would cut you off that closely are the people that would be assholes about mm-hmm. something like that. Indeed. But man, that frustrated me. I immediately was like, I need to write this down to make sure we talk about it on the podcast mm. because you know, maybe some people don't know. Maybe they really think that I'm tailgating them because they cut me off. Right. But that's not why I'm on your bumper and I'm a still a safe distance away. I know I'll be able to stop if something happens, mm-hmm. but I just need to make sure that I don't get hit in the back. Cause that's all I'm looking at when I see that. I'm like, oh, rear view mirror. Yes, especially. Am I gonna have someone on my ass? Yeah, dude, on the freeway, and it's like, fuck, man. It's always like I'll be going seventy and they'll merge and they're going sixty. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
God, man. We need better, like, driving tests. Well, the cool thing is is now that you're not experiencing traffic. Well, traffic is back. Well, yeah, but you're not doing a daily commute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And dealing with traffic. Yeah, I'm able to stay a little more patient. Yes. Yeah, right? for sure. That was the main thing for me. Yeah, I mean, life, coronavirus sucks. Being indoors all the time sucks. Yes. But overall, my level of happiness has increased. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I'm working on my car. I'm getting that done. That's mm-hmm. something that might have been a little more difficult. I'm spending more time, you know, my fiance. Yes. Uh, you know, we're we're spending a definitely a lot of time cooking more. Eating yeah. At home, which is like a bonding time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude. Right. It just it, it like it. It feels like what I've always thought, which is work is second yes. to my life to like. Yes, absolutely. But it was never like that going to work nine to five in an office where I was wasting two hours out of my day driving, driving. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now it feels like that. I'm accomplishing everything I was accomplishing before at work, mm-hmm. but now I have my life. Like my life is there. Yes. So yeah, I'm definitely a little happier. And, and you know, once Corona has gone, who knows what actually happens. And this is a little interesting because um, there's a macro economist that was talking about this, right? Where our society is shifting back to like the, the renaissance times where like people were working on projects and would sell the project. Right. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. Um, factories caused everybody to be in this nine to five thing because yeah. everybody had to be there to run the machinery. Right. During the industrial revolution. Yeah. But now we don't need to do that. Yep. And we, but, the, but we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now that we remembered and Hey, I can, I'll do two hours at night. If you give me, you know, my afternoon free. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and yeah. just to get it done. Yeah. So I think it it may ultimately lead to happier people. I mean, there's some crazies out there with well, the whole I mean, the mask thing. Yeah, and the anti-vaxxers. The, and yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, no, nah, dude. Call like, them unique. Call them what you want. I said crazy. Stupid. Yeah, that's but, what I'll say. Yeah, it's no a, like, uh, like just for the sake of everybody. Let's don't take any of the other vaccines. Just do the coronavirus one. Yes. <laughs> just do that one. Yeah. Just just that one. Every, leave everything else alone. When it happens, but yeah. But let's get out of this, mm-hmm. and then we can go back to whatever you want to do. Yeah, go yeah. Live Talk in a about, yurt, go yes. live in a yurt somewhere and yes. do your thing. Yes, indeed, indeed. But, uh, but, yeah, that's my PSA for today. Yes. Uh, I'm not tailgating you. I'm really just solving a problem you created. <laughs> <laughs> With and that. That is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. If you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. One last note from me, Randy. TikTok is no more for 91octane. Yeah. Uh, I guess another PSA. Uh multiple security agencies have found issues with the TikTok app. I'm going to play it safe. I don't want it on my phone. We don't have TikTok. <laughs> Find us on Instagram. All right. Last words, Randy. Uh, shout out to Rocket Garage. It's just up in Upland. I was there today and did some stuff. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, yep. cool. We can talk about it next time. All right. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, hopefully they're hitting you up with uh, or hooking you up with some stuff. Uh, just good deals on, on service. Oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, they serviced you. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> have a good night. Bye.